I was thinking about doing some gambling myself. You know, just a little bit of money. Maybe doubling it and doubling it several more times. I don't know. Kind of just for fun. I was thinking, do you have any tips or ideas about sure things? Welcome in, everybody, to another episode of By the Hook. Colby Powell, Andrew Gilman with you for week three, four? What week of the NFL is four. Week four of the NFL. Four. Time flies. Yeah. Week four of the NFL before we had a game postponed, Andrew. Not bad. That's a, quite a run. Uh, and guess what we get to do uh, starting with week four? Back the Jets on a Thursday night. Can you do it, Colby? Can you do it? Can you put your hard-earned money down on the Jets on a Thursday night? Stop saying what you're saying. As soon as back the Jets came out of your mouth in that order, in a sentence, yep. you knew something's gone terribly, terribly wrong. And no, no, I will not back the Jets on a Thursday night. I will not do it. So you're going to watch baseball or nothing because you're not going to back the Broncos. I won't let you back. I, I refuse to allow you to back the Broncos on a Thursday night. So you would rather... Because Back You're not going to watch the game. You would rather yes. back a team with no head yes. coach than back yes. the Denver Broncos just because they happen to this week not have a quarterback. Well, that's a good reason, isn't it? Now, the Jets are terrible. Uh, Ten different ways they're terrible. Their coach should have probably been fired. They don't seem interested at all. I don't really, really like anything about Sam Darnold. I know uh, he might be good in a couple years. My guess is he will be. It just won't be for the Jets. They'll trade him and they'll They'll probably draft another quarterback next year or the year after uh, and go with that guy. And Sam Darnold will be shipped off to Carolina or Minnesota or wherever else, and he'll be just fine. But if you're not going to back the Jets tonight, you're never going to do it. And and that may be a viable option of never doing it. I, I, I could probably live with that. But I think they're the play tonight. And it's, it's a definite hold-your-nose situation. There's no chance I would I, I could put any money on this. Denver team. They're not any good either, by the way. No, they're not. They also, uh, right now, I think that they have like $52 million worth of injuries. Basically, if you add up the, oh, salary, really? if you add up the salaries of the guys who's injured, who are injured, it yeah. comes up to $52 million, uh, which is the most in the league by quite a wide margin. So, uh, Denver's struggling to stay healthy and keep enough guys on the field, but I, I can't do it. I can't back the Jets under any circumstance. I think that Sam Darnold, and this is kind of an easy comparison. I'm sure I'm not the first one who's made it. I think he could have a very Ryan Tannehill-type career where he starts yeah. with Adam Gase, and he's terrible, yeah. and everybody thinks yeah. he'll never be a guy. And then he goes to a better franchise with better coaching yeah. and better players in a better situation. Agreed. And then he turns into just an average NFL quarterback. I think that's entirely and possible. Yeah, I mean, I think he could be a Kirk Cousins type of guy, a production-wise, where you're going to see – uh, glimpses of really good games, and I think he could be a gamer in that situation. But you know, you, you're making it sound like I'm the only one that, that's talking up the Jets. You know, they're a, basically a one point favorite tonight. So you're looking at a pick'em. Sixty-seven percent of the money is on the Jets. Forty-one percent of the bets are on the Jets. People like the Jets, Colby. Yeah, I think that there's kind of this idea out there that Adam Gase is coaching for his job and that they have to win tonight, yeah. otherwise he's yeah. going to be fired. And that makes me want to back the Broncos even that much more because I would guess that of the 53 guys on that roster, at a bare minimum, 52 want him gone. But maybe 53. Maybe 53. It's either 52 or 53. It's not 51 or less. Well, if that's the case, that sounds like a no play for you. Uh, I'll accept that because I don't see you jumping on the Broncos bandwagon here. And it's sad. 
that we're talking so much uh, on a weekly podcast about the Broncos and Jets. I vote to either put a pin in talking about the Jets or the Broncos for the rest of the season or just voting right now to never talk about them. Uh, let's just put a pin in it for now, okay? And we'll see because okay. the Broncos could get some guys back and get healthy, and you never know. Uh, the Jets don't have that option at all, so we'll okay. just put a pin in it for now. We'll move on because there are some good games this week. Uh, we've probably much already better. spent way too much time talking about Broncos Jets. Yeah. Um, yes, we did. Sunday Colts and the Fighting Nick Foleses. By the way, yeah, the Bears just became a real football team. Not, not you know the oh seven oh eight Patriots, but. I guarantee you they'll be better with Foles than with Trubisky. They are two-and-a-half-point dogs at home against the Colts. Who you like there? They're 3-0 and against the spread this year, by the way. 3-0 and against winning, losing. Uh, I think the Bears have been a nice surprise. Uh, the money split on this one, 53% to, to the uh, money on the Bears, 47% on the Colts. So that's a, that's a pick em. That's a coin flip. 60% of the bets are on the Colts. 40% are on the Bears. I, I, I think that there's no chance that a team goes uh, really well against the number all year. I just don't see a team, you know, once in a while you'll get a couple teams that are outliers. I don't know that the Bears are that team this year. I just think that something's going to go wrong. Uh, and this is more of a betting on the fade on the Bears at some point. I sort of like the Colts, you know, just playing a field goal here. I'm not a Phillip Rivers fan, but – I just can't back the Bears week after week after week. And you're going to have to talk me out of it. I, I'm just not a huge fan of Nick Foles. I know he, he wins games and he's a gamer in all these situations, but this doesn't seem like a play on the Bears for me. It seems almost trappish. Yeah, at plus two and a half. At plus three and a half, maybe you're getting some value there. Maybe you want to buy the hook if you want to play the Bears this week. But I'm probably on the Colts side of that as well. I'm not a huge Phillip Rivers guy either. But I think that what yeah. the Colts have done with the rest of their roster is pretty impressive. They've built the, one of the best O-lines in the league. They've got a defense that's forcing turnovers, that's playing well early in the season. So I'm probably on the Colts' side of that as well. Uh, and by the way, Andrew, as we move to the next game, we are going to be spared this week from having to watch the Browns play nobody because we're in the Oklahoma yeah. City market because they're going to be playing the Dallas Cowboys who were already going to be on TV here anyway. So congrats to all Oklahoma City market viewers on your bonus game oh that you'll get not having to watch the Browns versus the football team like we did last week. Uh, four and, and a half is the number. Yeah, that's a screwy number too. And 90% of the money is coming in on the Cowboys. 71% of the bets are coming in on the Cowboys. You see all these weapons on offense of the Cowboys. I'm not sold on Baker Mayfield. Still, and I know that the Oklahoma City market is desperate to be sold on Baker Mayfield. Like you said, they're on TV every week. Uh, it was a, it was an absolute advertisement to buy the Red Zone channel last week. If you didn't have it already, it's probably money well spent, somewhere between thirty and fifty dollars for the season. Um, it, especially if you're into, you know, picking the sides and picking the numbers like we are, or just into fantasy football and you don't have a favorite team. That was the week to do it. Is Baker Mayfield going to get better? I don't think he's going to get better. He makes bad decisions. He's not particularly great at scrambling. Uh, he's got a couple of guys that he can look at. But Dallas is the team here. And I say all that. If that number were higher, if that number were seven, I would be hesitant. But at 4.5, it seems too low. This is a straight fade of a weird number to me. I think I'm going to back the Browns here. 
I don't think I can do that. I, I do think, to the credit of this new coaching staff, it seems like early in their tenure, they have realized that the Browns are best as a running football team. You run the ball 70% yes. of the time, you play yes. from out ahead, and you don't ask Baker to do too much. Dallas yep. can really score some points, and I, I feel like Dallas could get out to a lead in this game, and if they do mm-hmm. and the Browns have to play from behind, I think that it'll snowball a little bit on them. Yep. But I actually think Dallas minus four and a half, because I don't think that they're holding Dallas under 28. So I think it's probably a 31 to 20 type game if I had to put a final on it. Mm-hmm. If, if, if Baker throws the ball, you know, what was the number on Russell Westbrook? If he shot like less than four, less than five, three-pointers a game, they got a real chance of winning, right? If, and, and I feel like, and I don't know the exact number, but I feel like if Baker Mayfield throws it less than, say, 23, 25 times a game, I think they got a chance. If yeah. he's back there and has to make, if he has to make decisions, then they're in trouble. Uh, and I, I even think the Browns coaching staff knows that. Like you mentioned, they got a great running game. But if they get behind it all, this is going to be too much on Baker, and it's not college where he can scramble his way out of trouble. Yeah, I agree. All right, we've got dueling 13-point spreads on Sunday, Andrew. Uh, mm-hmm. One in mm-hmm. the uh, one for the early games, one for the afternoon games. We've got Ravens minus 13 yep. at the football team. And then we've got yep. Giants plus 13 at the Rams. So Ravens and Rams, both 13-point favorites. Are you laying the points with either or both of those favorites? I think Haskins is terrible. I, I don't think that they think he's the guy either. If I'm going to lay the 13 on either one of those, it's going to be with the Ravens on a bounce-back week also. The public agrees with me. The Sharps agree with me. 98% of the money is on the Ravens to lay the 13. And we know in the NFL – when you see a double-digit line, you run the other direction. I mean, that's just sort of what you do as an auto play. 87% of the bets are on the Ravens. It would be really hard to get behind this Washington team that looked good for a half in the first week, right, when they came back against the Eagles. Past that, are you buying anything that Dwayne Haskins has to offer? Anything? Uh, that is a big, fat no. I think the real problem yeah, with Dwayne exactly. Haskins, from what I could tell last week against Cleveland, uh, is that he doesn't throw the ball where you would want it to go. I think that's well. The, that's a problem the, if you're a quarterback. Yeah, I if think you're that not that's, keeping, yeah. If you're not keeping score, you're playing with Brett Favre in the backyard of a Wrangler commercial. It's okay. You can throw it about anywhere you want, and no one's going to get too mad at you. If you're actually playing for points and money, uh, you, it's a hard time getting behind Dwayne Haskins. Now let me ask you this: Do should the Rams be 13 point favorites, or is this kind of more of a traditional, okay, too big of a line, auto play the dog, and hope for the best. Well, I mean, you've got to back Daniel Jones here. 88% of the money's on the Rams. 79% is on uh, the bets are on the Rams as well. 80, 88% of the money, excuse me. I, I think the Giants were okay for a while, and then they just got sort of steamrolled by that San Francisco team that had a bunch of injuries and couldn't do too much, and that it really got away from them in the second half. Yeah, I would probably... I I don't think I can I'd probably back. No play it. I'd probably no play it, but I'll tell you what I would do with the Rams. I'd throw them in a money line parlay. You know, you're going to lay 600 or something, but that's fine. Or here's what I would do. If you're in a survivor pick and you haven't gone Rams, this is the week to do it. They're, they're probably going to, they're going to win this game. They may not cover the two touchdowns, but they're going to win this game. Yeah, I agree. I, I don't think both 13-point favorites cover. So now I have to ask myself, right. which 13-point right. favorite do I think is more likely to cover? And I think it's Baltimore. So I think Baltimore yeah, I covers. I think 
the Rams don't cover. So I would take Baltimore minus the 13 and New York Giants plus the 13 in the other one. Uh, and then probably the game of the week, Sunday at 325, is the fighting Cam Newtons at yep. the defending Super Bowl champion Kansas City Chiefs coming off a dominant performance in Baltimore. It was 34-20, to 20 and it wasn't that close. Baltimore had a kickoff nope. return for a touchdown. They got dominated in that game. Kansas City's a touchdown favorite right at seven points over the New England Patriots. Which side of that do you like? Well, I'll tell you, you want to guess which side the public's on on this one? You want to guess? Uh, I'm going to guess Chiefs. You're not even close. 92% of the money on the Patriots. You know what that is? That's 92% of the money on Bill Belichick getting touchdown. That's what that is. That's OU. What percent of the bets are on New England? Give me the bet percentage. 37% are on New England. 63% of the bets are on the Chiefs. So you got sharp money on the Chiefs, right? You got 92% of the public. When you see percentage of money, that's generally the public, right? So the public is all over the, the Patriots getting points against the Chiefs. That reminds me of mid-90s OU somehow being a favorite against when they were terrible, when, when OU was one of the worst teams in college football, giving points to Kansas State because it just doesn't make sense in your mind that OU would ever be a dog to Kansas State. That just You can't say that out loud and think, okay, I'm right here. But that was the case because the public eats up Bill Belichick just like they would eat up OU football, right? That's how it works. That makes me think Chiefs here, and I've been, I think, on the wrong side of the Chiefs every week this season. I went against them week one, loser. I went with them week two, Chargers, loser. I went against them and the Ravens last week, loser. I'm 0-3 against the Chiefs, but I'll back them here. If you're only giving me a touchdown, I think that uh, the way that Reed coaches them gets everything out of Mahomes. Uh, I'm a buyer on the Chiefs, and I'm a buyer on the Chiefs uh, – Damn near close to going undefeated in the regular season at this point. Yeah, by the way, the value that I got preseason for the Chiefs at 6-1 to one to win the Super Bowl, uh, I'm still a fan of that bet. Still a very big fan well, of that bet. You were an early shopper on that one, I guess. Um, and you're right, you couldn't get them at 3.5 at this point, could you? Oh, no, I doubt it. I don't have it pulled up in front of me, but I doubt it. Uh, I think right. actually, though, this week, I will back the Patriots plus the 7. Uh, okay. give, me, give me Belichick as a touchdown dog, even against Seattle, yep. where it seemed like New England was going to lose by more than that. They ended up losing by five and actually had a chance to win after being down a couple scores late. I just think the back door is always open with a seven-point line there. Um, yep. I, I think New England presents something quite different than what Baltimore presented a week ago. Uh, and that game just really got away from Baltimore kind of early in that one, and they could never claw their way yep. back in. So I'll take the Patriots plus the seven. Uh, now let's move on to maybe the surprise story of the NFL, and that's Josh Allen, who in his yep. last 14 games, Andrew, going back to last season, has thrown 33 touchdowns to three interceptions. And we'll stay on the theme of three, as they are a field goal favorite this week in Vegas over the Raiders. Everybody likes uh, – everybody is agreeing with you. 80% of the money, 62% of the bets are on the bills, and you're just thinking – how can they only be laying three on the road against the Raiders team that's playing their second game at home, I guess, in this new stadium? Although I don't think it matters now. And you could make the case that, well, with there's no fans, right, it turns into sort of a good quarterback isn't going to care and a bad quarterback might not get rattled if the fans aren't right in the face. So I think that almost helped Josh Allen and hurt Josh Allen in the same week. You know, they had that big, 28-3 lead. They fell behind and came back and won. Uh, to me, the Bills seems like a square play here. 
but I think I'm on it. I am so torn with this game. Two, two weeks ago, I was on the Raiders at home against the Saints. I loved that play. Thought it was a perfect yep, spot. Me too. I, I don't too. I don't think that the Raiders are, are a terrible team. I think they're a team that can probably win eight games. You know, I don't think eight and eight's out of the question for Vegas this year. I, I just feel like at some point the Bills have to come back to earth, right? Right. So right. I think so I'm you're back betting to Raiders plus three. I'm betting on a yeah. fade, yes. You are betting on a fade, and I I think that's probably okay i just can't really get behind this raiders team not yet i did like them in the same spot we both were on them a week two against the saints but they haven't really been convincing since then so that's a that's a no player build for me yeah i'll tell you which one i like at this point and I, i'm going to go against the against a favorite here i have I, I like the dolphins catching six and a half maybe a touchdown against the seahawks everyone's going to be on the seahawks I think the Seahawks have been somewhat fortunate. Uh, I, I didn't like them against the Patriots. They did cover. Patriots had the ball down to the one. I didn't like them against the uh, uh, Cowboys last week. The Cowboys had a chance to win that game. And that was a Jason Garrett type of move last week against uh, the Seahawks. They were driving. There's five minutes left in the game. Mike McCarthy is supposed to be an analytics guy, right, Colby? We've, we've been told that he's going to be a guy oh, yeah. that goes with the numbers. Oh, yeah. He's going to be a guy that goes with the numbers. He throws it three times in a row. They don't run any time off the clock. They settle for a field goal and give Russell Wilson three and a half minutes to go score a touchdown. Three and a half minutes in the NFL? as well be a whole quarter. That's too much time. Yeah, of course we're going to lose that game. The, the line last week was five and a half, and the Seahawks ended yep. up winning by seven. Of course, you remember right. they failed on the two-point conversion, but yep. the defensive tackle for the Cowboys decided to yep. headbutt Russell Wilson in the face mask, which is yep. uh, illegal. So they got to try again, and they converted. So uh, Seattle probably shouldn't have covered last week, but Seattle definitely and will cover this week. They shouldn't have covered two of the three weeks, in fact. They shouldn't have covered against the Patriots who got stopped at the one. I'm betting against Russell Wilson, by the way, which is sort of silly because let me let me throw some numbers at you. 31 of 35 against Atlanta, 21 of 28 against New England, 27 of 40 for uh, against the Cowboys, 322, 288, 315 yards throwing. He's been amazing. He's the MVP right now. I don't think there's any doubt about that. I do think, though, that the Dolphins, unlike the Jets and unlike the Falcons, who are getting ready to watch the coaches be fired, and frankly, probably both should have been at this point. I think they play hard. I think this is a team that uh, you're going to catch as a sleeper. And I think the Seahawks, at some point, aren't going to go 16-0 and against the spread this this year. This is the week that they probably don't cover those points. Yeah, I, uh, boy, I, I really struggled to bet against Russell Wilson. I've told you this in the past, mm-hmm. how big mm-hmm. of a Russ fan I am. I He's phenomenal. And, and those completion well, percentages, by the way, they're not, yeah. they're, they're not playing dink and dunk. He is throwing no. the ball down the field, and he's doing it with pinpoint accuracy. And here's the thing. You want to bet against Russell Wilson, which I'm advertising this, advocating this week. You say don't. He's 71-53 and 53 against the spread. You don't make money if you bet against Russell Wilson. No. That's, as a general rule. Yeah. That's a that's general pretty rule. solid. Pretty solid. Yep. 
Uh, all right, Monday Night Football, we've got uh, the Green Bay Packers, who seem to just find every way to win. And then we've got the Atlanta Falcons, who do everything that they can not to win. They blew another fourth quarter lead last week. 26-10 to 10 was the count uh, late in that game against the Bears. And it's not like the Bears scored twice and got both two-point conversions. No, no, no. Yeah. They scored three times late in that game yep. and ended up winning. So you think the Falcons cover the 7.5 at Green Bay? Well, you were on the Falcons last week, weren't you? Uh, no, I was. I was on the Packers last week in New Orleans. I know we disagreed about that one. I actually said Bears yep. Falcons was a no play because I just couldn't figure it yep. out. I thought the Falcons were the play. I loved them the whole game. Obviously, I didn't like them against the Cowboys, but I did sure like them against that Bears team, and they dominated that game. And then they turned into the, the Falcons. Falcons and Matt Ryan. It's, it's unbelievable. I cannot believe that guy was allowed to fly home with the team. I can't believe he's – what do you have to do to lose your job there? Arthur Blank must be the most patient man ever because this Falcons team has no interest. They have no interest in closing games. It's really strange. Uh, I can't believe it. I will not bet the Falcons the rest of the year. I, I would like to seven here just because I can't buy it. And I know it seems like a really square thing to do. I know it seems like a lot of recency bias because we've seen the Falcons fall apart over and over. Something's going to turn around for them, I'm sure, but I don't know how you can't back the Packers here. It's minus seven. Yeah, I, boy, I'm inclined to agree with you. I, I don't know what it's going to take for Dan Quinn to get out of there. It, it doesn't make any sense. Um, no. It, it, it's almost a relief, and it's almost mercy for Falcons fans that they're not allowed yeah. at the games this year because you, you don't want to go watch that. You, you don't. You don't want to see that. So, um, anyway, let's move on. Let's wrap this thing up. We're, we're going to give survivor okay. picks like we always do. Okay. Last week, we each gave two. They were the same two. We gave you the Patriots. That was an easy yep. winner. And we gave you yep. the um, – jog my memory, Andrew. What was the second one we gave? It was an easy winner, too, oh. and now I can't remember it. Yeah, of course not. Um, I, can, I, I can look up my survivor picks from last week, and I can tell you certainly who it was. So, stand by for that. And I think that the, this week – well, I'm looking that up, Colby. I think you go with the big favorites, and I think you uh, go with the big favorites, and you choose one of the two, and you'll probably be in good shape. Uh, so you're both. Out- there's two thirteen. There's two thirteen point lines. Right. So, so those are your, those would be your two. Are the Rams and the Ravens? Yes. And last week, Indianapolis was my other. Pick. Yes, yeah. Indianapolis, New yeah. England, and the, and those were both. Uh, you know, Indy won what thirty six to seven or something like that. New England won with a big second half. Got a little help with the Raiders turning the ball over. But this week, I sure like the um, I like the Chargers to cover again, not necessarily cover against the Giants, but win that game. They're two Rams, Rams, favorites. not Chargers. Chargers are in team. Yeah, I'm sorry. Yeah, I'm getting them all mixed up now. Rams, the Rams against the Giants. Uh, Ravens also, I think, should cover easily as well. So uh, win easily as well. So I would go. Uh, Rams this week. For sure. I co-signed those two, and I hate to just keep agreeing on survivor picks, but the survivor picks for a reason. Take take the yep. obvious picks. Uh, if you yep. j- just since we both agreed last week, let's say this: if someone out there theoretically has already used the Ravens and the Rams, what would be your okay. third option to throw out for oh, somebody? Man. You got the Niners at home against the Eagles. You got the Packers at home Monday night against the Falcons. Look yep. here, you got the Bucks uh, at home uh, against uh, the Chargers. Boy, you're going to make me take a third pick. Mine would be I the would Bucks. Prob- Mine would be the Bucks at home against the Chargers. I would probably go Saints on the road in a bounce back spot against the Lions, who are coming off of a 
pretty much an upset win. I think we both liked Arizona last week. The Lions came off that. That was a nice win for them. I would go Saints at Lions. If Michael Thomas plays, I'm with you. If he doesn't, I think he's supposed to. I think he's supposed to. He he was a limited participant in practice yesterday, so uh, we'll see if he if he ends up playing. But if he plays, I'm with you. Uh, I've faded him the last two weeks, and it's been profitable because uh, they're struggling right now a little bit. So, um, all right. I think that's just about all this week for the NFL. We're going to do college football as well. That'll be in a separate podcast, make it easy for everybody to navigate. We'll also talk about the NBA Finals uh, and whether the Lakers can actually win that series in three, sort of a consolidation type thing to get everybody home a little bit quicker. So make sure you listen to that one as well. Enjoy the NFL this weekend. Thanks for listening to By the Hook.